Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 365. It is Monday, May 24th, 2021. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and the FBI says Conti hit 16 U.S. healthcare and first responder organizations. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. Happy Monday. Welcome to another exciting week in your life, in your professional life, whether you're in the IT world or you do something else and just want to know what's going on in the IT world, in the cybersecurity world. It's a, it's a great week to be alive, right? Got one week till Memorial Day. Memorial Day weekend is almost upon us. The warm weather is here. It's an exciting day, full of opportunities. Wherever you listen to this, if you could like, share, comment, to review, that would be spectacular. And if you're in a HIPAA compliant business, you can go to Facebook and or LinkedIn, type Get HIPAA Compliance into the search and join the group. We actually have quite a bit of HIPAA news today and healthcare in general, as you're going to see in a moment. But before we get there, Darkside getting taken to hackers court for not paying affiliates. Threat post. Yes, this is real. A shadow court system for hackers shows how professional ransomware gangs have become. Cyber criminals who have worked as affiliates with ransomware groups like Darkside, re- responsible for the colonial pipeline attack, are having trouble, a tough time getting paid for their work now that the group has had its operations interrupted. So they're turning to admins of the group's dark web criminal forum to sort things out in what researchers call a shady version of the people's court. Ransomware as a service providers like DarkSide strike arrangements with various other cyber criminals to provide malware for their campaigns in exchange for a percentage of the take. And business is booming. Ransomware attacks have spiked by 350% since 2018. It should come as no surprise that ransomware as a service groups literally thre- literally treat their operations as a business, interviewing potential team members, establishing a work agreement, and providing the tools to get the job done. John Hammond, a senior security researcher with Huntress, told ThreatPost in an interview, cybercrime groups have to be selective and handpick members of their cohorts. They take their work seriously and obviously can be a, a lucrative gig. Huntress has been monitoring these cyber criminals and watching them settle disputes among themselves. Specifically, Huntress has observed a growing number of complaints being submitted claiming Darkside is in breach of the terms of its affiliate program. The claims are being settled among admins in a well-defined hacker's courtroom and payments made by admins out of Darkside deposit they control. So it's pretty interesting stuff. And it goes to show just how well organized these groups are. Um... Fire beware? I don't know. On the Hacker News, FBI analysts charged with stealing counterterrorism and cyber threat info. The U.S. Department of Justice indicted an employee of Federal Bureau of Investigation for illegally removing numerous national security documents and willfully retaining them at her personal residence during a 13-year period from June 2004 to December 2017. The federal indictment charged Kendra Kingsbury, 48, with two counts of having unauthorized possession of Documents relating to national defense, according to an unsealed document, sorry, unsealed indictment that was made public on Friday. Kingsbury worked as an intelligence analyst 
and FBI's Kansas City Division for more than 12 years until her suspension in 2017. The breadth and depth of the classified national security information retained by the defendant for more than a decade is simply astonishing, said Alan E. Kohler, Jr., Assistant Director of FBI's Counterintelligence Division, in a statement stating that Kingsbury knew she was not authorized to remove and retain access to these sensitive government materials. The Justice Department charged the defendant with failing to deliver the secret documents to relevant employees who were entitled to receive them. Kingsbury is alleged to have kept a total of 20 documents that cover a wide swath of classified information spanning across intelligence notes and bulletins, email messages, internal correspondence, and a presentation that delve into different sources and methods the agency uses to defend against counterterrorism and cyber threats, as well as details about intelligence gathered on emerging terrorist groups. Some of the documents unlawfully accessed by Kingsbury also involve specifics about open investigations, human resources, or human sources, and intelligence gaps pertaining to hostile foreign intelligence services and terrorist outfits and the technical capabilities the FBI possesses to neutralize counterterrorism targets. As an intelligence analyst for the FBI, the defendant was entrusted and access with access to sensitive government materials, said Assistant Attorney General John C. Demers for DOJ's National Security Division. Kingsbury is alleged to have violated our nation's trust by stealing and retaining classified documents in her home for years. Insider threats are a significant danger to our national security, and we will continue to work relentlessly to identify, pursue, and prosecute individuals who pose such a threat. Uh, Windows 10X has been put on hold. Some of the features are coming to Windows 10 instead. So if you, you may recall a few months ago, we talked about Windows 10X, uh, which, was des- which was being designed for dual screen PCs, and Microsoft had promised that this new lightweight operating system would be simple, sleek, and faster than current generations of Windows. So the idea was to create a more... I guess a more efficient version of Windows 10 that is being put on hold and instead some of those features will be coming to Windows 10 including instead of sharp corners they will have rounded corners um, Windows 95 icons for fluent icons enable a and they will enable a new start menu experience so you can look for those new f- new features coming soon to a Windows 10 machine near you. Microsoft Exchange admin portal blocked by expired SSL certificates. The Microsoft Exchange admin portal is currently unaccessible. This was as of Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Microsoft Exchange admin admins who attempted to access the admin portal at admin.exchange.microsoft.com suddenly found that their browsers were issuing warnings that the connection was not private due to an expired SSL. Depending on the browser, users are blocked from accessing the site as a security precaution or showing an alert that they may, that the data may not be secure. For example, Google Chrome will stop you from accessing the site altogether while Firefox will warn you about the insecure connection. And let's see if there's an update on this. It does not look like there's an update as of yet, but let's take a look. No, I don't see an update. So, uh, hopefully by Monday morning that will be taken care of, and you guys won't have to worry about it. 
According to the FBI, Conti ransomware attacked 16 U.S. healthcare first responder organizations. The FBI identified at least 16 Conti ransomware attacks targeting U.S. healthcare and first responder networks, including law enforcement agencies, emergency healthcare services, 911 dispatch centers, and municipalities within the last year. These healthcare and first responder networks are among the more than 400 organizations worldwide victimized by Conti, and over 290 of which are located in the U.S. Um, it does not list who they attacked, but I can tell you that um, we've probably talked about at least a few of them in our, uh, you know, our HIPAA updates. But you know, 290 organizations in the U.S. over the last year, 16 of them are being being healthcare. That's nothing to sneeze at. And we do, speaking of HIPAA, we do have some HIPAA news. We have quite a bit, actually. New England Dermatology has started notifying 58,106 patients about the exposure of some of their protected health information. In an April 30, 2021 breach notice, New England Dermatology explained that the privacy breach was due to the improper disposal of specimen bottles by its in-house pathology lab. The lab should have been sending the specimen bottles for shredding or incineration since the specimen bottles had printed labels that included patient, da- included patient data covered by the HIPAA rules. However, they were discarded as regular trash. The information on the bottles included patients' first and last names, birth dates, dates of specimen collection, name of provider who took the specimen, and body part from which the specimen was taken. No other information was included in the labels. The regular trash included, including the specimen bottles was collected by a waste contractor that serviced the building and was sent to landfill. The improper disposal dated back to February 4, 2011, so this is more than 10 years, and continued until the HIPAA violation was discovered on March 31, 2021, so just over 10 years. Any individual whose specimens was analyzed by its pathology lab during that time will have had above information exposed. New England Dermatology is unaware of any cases of attempted or actual misuse of patient data. Alaska Department of Health and Social Services reports malware attack on May 18th. The Alaska Department of Health and and Social Services, DHSS, announced that its website, dhss.alaska.gov, was affected by a malware attack. The website was taken offline on May 17th to prevent harm to its servers, systems, and databases, and the website will remain offline until the attack is remediated and fully investigated. In addition to the main DHSS website, some other systems have been taken offline, including its background check system, behavioral health, and substance abuse management system. The Alaska Vital Records System's case management system for TANF, work activities, and the system used by schools to report vaccine data for public purposes. The DHSS does not know how long the investigation will take, nor how long the above systems will remain offline. It is unclear who launched the attack and the motives of of the attackers. Further information will be made available to the public as details about the attack are confirmed. Um, So a website taken down by an attack, potentially leading to other compromises and a I guess in a sense a dumpster dive potential case here 58,000 labels left for the world to see health plan for San Joaquin a non-profit medical managed care provider based in French Camp California has discovered an unauthorized individual has gained access to its email system and potentially accessed or obtained sensitive data a potential email breach was dis- was suspected on or around October 12th, 2020. So 
that's uh, a few months ago. That's uh, seven months ago, more than seven months. When anomalous activity was identified in the email, email system, HPSJ determined on October 23rd that multiple employee email, multiple employee email accounts, which means there's no phishing mitigation going on here, had been remotely accessed by an unauthorized individual. A password reset was performed on all affected email accounts to prevent further access, and the investigation confirmed that unauthorized access to email accounts occurred between September 26, 2020 and October 12, 2020. So why would they just now be reporting this? Beyond me. Following any email system breach, all emails in the compromised accounts must be checked to determine whether they contain any sensitive data that can be a labor-intensive and time-consuming process. Excuse, excuse, excuse. Um, they have determined 420,433 individuals may be impacted. The delay in issuing the breach notification letters was due to the length of time it took to identify PHI in the email accounts and the subsequent review of the internal records to identify up-to-date contact information for those individuals to allow notification letters to be sent. Blah, blah, blah. Lies. Uh, did I say lies? Gallup, New Mexico-based Rehoboth McKinley Christian Healthcare Services, RMCHCS, has announced it was victim of a ransomware attack in February of 2021 in which patient data was exfiltrated. Conti ransomware, there we go, one, another one. R ransomware gang struck in February and stole a range of sensitive data, including job application data, background check information staff, reports and protected health information of patients. A sample of the stolen files was uploaded to the Conti data leak site to pressure the healthcare provider into paying the ransom. The data is no longer listed on the leak site, but it is unclear whether the ransom was paid. I would assume it probably was. RMCHCS discovered on February 16th that patient data had been stolen by the ransomware gang. RMCHCS engaged a third-party computer forensics firm to identify I'm sorry, to investigate the attack and determine the attackers exfiltrated data between January 21st and February 5th. So they were in there for a few weeks as well. Two weeks. A review of the files potentially accessed by the hackers was completed on April 30th and notification letters were sent to those individuals. RMCHCS said the data potentially accessed included names, addresses, telephone numbers, email addresses, dates of birth, dates of service, social security numbers, driver's license numbers, password numbers, tribal ID numbers, health insurance information, medical record numbers, provider names, diagnosis, treatment information, prescription information, financial account information, and billing and claims data. The types of data potentially compromised vary from individual to individual. Free identity monitoring and restoration services has been offered Two individuals affected by the breach and RMCHCS said it is, has hardened its systems against attacks by attackers and has increased security and monitoring. Uh, total number impacted 209,280. So not a good day for HIPAA breaches for sure. And that is going to do it for this edition of the product of IT Cybersecurity Daily. So until tomorrow, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay secure.